listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Awesome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Dude, Where's My Lighter? I'm your co. I'm your host, Angel, with my co-host, Florin, today. How's it going, everybody? And on the show, we have Haggard. What up? Yeah. yeah, so we're hoping to bring you guys, you know, a pretty sick episode this time. Uh, Dude, where's my lighter? Yeah, well, where's Dude, my lighter, though? Do you got a lighter? I got, I got a lighter right here. All right. I got you. Haggard, got you, you got a lighter? Stuff. Okay. <laughs> I got this giant sloth lighter. There you go. Yeah, Dude, I saw that. Tell me earlier. the story on this. Like, like, what's what's? Uh, I saw it outside earlier. I was, I asked you questions about it. Like, it, it's sick. <laughs> yeah, baby. This is uh, just a Blazer Big Shot, but it is customized by Emerge. Okay. And okay. He is a graffiti artist, uh, sculptor out of Florida. He did a lot of our secret cup. All right, out of Joe. Florida. All right. Okay. Yeah, All he right. Did a lot of the secret cup uh, trophies that we had in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was a one of a kind that he did for me. I wanted an evil sloth, and this is what he delivered. And uh, our logo is a sloth with a scythe. So he gave me a real metal scythe, scythe or sickle. Yeah, so and, I was about uh, to say, yeah. It's heavy as shit. You could definitely sick. take out a zombie with this. <laughs> 100%. Sure. We're definitely doing that for the zombie complex guns. That's like mean, bro. That but, thing uh, is awesome. Sick. Yeah, it's fully functional sick. and it's ready to go. Absolutely. Oh, nice. Did yeah. you ever did you ever already have other like blazer torches with like themes like this before or is just like your first time? Um, he did another one. <clears throat> he did another one for me that is like our logo on the front and it was all money <clears throat> theme because our packaging used to be like money print and the same like green but, oh, uh, shit. I remember that packaging. I've actually had your oil before. Yeah, we did. Okay. We okay, did have nice. that with the sloth, and then we had the promise silver de- deliver gold was our motto. So it kind of went with the whole currency theme. Promise silver deliver gold. Okay. I like that. Yeah, that yeah. was our yeah. motto. I mean, the gold is like this oil is coming oh, out yeah. such an amber color and pretty gold. So it was like perfect for what we were delivering to people. Nice. 100%. Yeah. So, 100%. so something, you know, I definitely want to know what, you know, what's your first time selling cannabis? Like, what, how was that experience? First time selling cannabis? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> allegedly selling cannabis because we don't know when, but uh, when was your first time actually like consuming it for the first time? Uh, that would be back in middle school. Yeah. Um, starting to see a fucking trend a with theme, middle school. Man. It's a fucking trend, I'm telling you. Sixth, seventh sure. grade, everybody, yeah. I guess, is getting on the, the green train. It was definitely mids with some seeds in it. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> All right. squished. For sure, for sure. It was trash. It was out of a graphics bong. Remember with the, like, carb in the back, no pull yeah. stem. <laughs> oh, Straight man. metal bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Plastic piece. I thought it was tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It well, back then, I mean, get. that's all there really was, right? Like... There wasn't really anything cool out there on the market to smoke out of. I didn't know what the market was. I was in middle school. Well, that's it. <laughs> I was freaking 12 years well, what old. was the market, right? Yeah, he wasn't walking Nobody. out of the school or go, going to school with a fucking Roar Bong or an Illadelph <laughs> or something. Okay? No. I do remember my first Illy, though. Oh, you Those do? Were, oh, yeah. I still haven't bought one yet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to make that leap. I don't know. I mean, ours are pretty hard to beat, bro. Have you ever tried a Hamper Bong yet? No. No? Do you want to try our, our DOS Boot XL? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you how yeah. feel. Give us a Give us a true feedback, man. There you go. Yeah. What are we smoking? Uh, it's what Scott brought in earlier. Do you remember? Uh, space Rocks. Better than Moon Rocks, he was saying. Ooh, chug. Oh, 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 big lungs. Big lungs. All right. Nice. It's nice. Yeah. So it still gets trapped though. Like if you do you remember the movie Beer Fest and they had yeah. the DOS boot? Uh-huh. Remember that they, everyone was like, oh, get all the splash it. from the beer because like, it I got see to what the you're saying. So it still gets stuck just like a normal. So you got to turn it inside. Yes. Yeah. Or know. just like put it flat. Oh, it's just like the movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we just, we I like that. Exactly. Well, it's perk perk real. It's like definitely the, a chugger. Uh, wide open perk. Yeah. Looks like yeah. you have what a four hole, four slit. Should be four slit. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. There you go. Damn. I've still, yeah, nice. I, haven't, I haven't seen anyone it complete nice. it yet. No. In one hit? Yeah. So I, I have from, oh, okay. from people posting it and reposting it on our social. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I've seen those. They do it by keeping it flat or not adding enough water. Oh, so they're fucking cheating. They're fucking cheating. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's okay. I mean, it's a big bong, you know? I. It's hard. I agree. Yeah, it's it hard. A lot. And especially you don't know the technique of the twist. You know, I'm, I'm not doing the scared. twist. I want to chug it and not do the twist and see what the fuck happens. I can't, <laughs> I can't do both. Like, who, who does both? Like, I mean, everybody should be, bro. <laughs> Listen, we're not in a real movie theater. You know, that was all CGI, okay? The whole thing. <laughs> yeah. We can't afford CGI. Uh... You know, you can put some. Well, CGI now we can. Out. We can probably. I can tell you now, we could probably afford CGI more now more than we ever have before, based on the fact that so many people are losing their jobs. They'll do anything right now. Oh, with AI, like, well, AI could probably fucking hundred percent fix that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Have you, so, have you seen like what's going on with like this ChatGPT and everything out there? On the waiting list. You're on the. Dude, you, you, do you want, you need to get off the waiting list. I've, I've been on it, like, literally, probably when they had 100,000, 20,000 people on it, I was already on OpenAI. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been using the shit out of ChatGPT. It's fucking amazing. I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show he, it to he you. He put me on it. Already. I'll show it to you. I've been, I've, I literally have everyone in, in my, in my office, in my room, they, everyone is using ChatGPT. That uh, is it, It's awesome. been, it's been very convenient. Um, You know, like, where, Instead of me always having to be the one to do copy, okay, now, well, tell ChatGPT these criteria of, like, what Hemper is and what I'm looking for and what this is or what that is, and here you go. Here's your, your copy. I yeah. wanted to write my SOPs. You can do <laughs> SOPs. You got to, you gotta, well, actually, you don't have to tell what an SOP is, um, <laughs> but it can, you can have it dictated. You can, there's a lot you can do with it. It's just, you, if you know what the SOP is or what, like, the whole understanding of what you're looking for, mm -hmm. you'll be able to get it done right. If you don't know, you can't modify it. Cause I use it mainly for like, like for automating all the stuff I'm dealing with on a daily basis within the company. I've been automating some of those tasks or those queries or whatever and try to optimize everyone's time. Mm -hmm. That's based on what my goal is. Right. <coughs> so you, I obviously, you like to dab. Uh, I've been known to dab. Been, you've been known to dab. Okay, I get it's that. Got some crazy things over here, man. I prefer uh, dabs. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your what's your favorite strain right now? Is it something you made? Uh, I'm, I'm a Cali dude. I just smoke OG. I prefer OG. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just talking about that earlier. A lot of the new like exotic flavors don't hit. They don't make me forget like the OG. Oh, does. that's what you're looking for. Yeah, I'm looking for that certain you know specific high and. You're looking, for like OG? Northern Lights. You're looking for like um, Northern Lights kind so, of hit. Like flower, I prefer OG. Mm -hmm. okay. So when it comes to dabs, I like flavor. I want something that has oranges in it. I prefer uh, orange okay. cookies. I like tangy. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. I like melon breads. Um, those are all really on top of my list. Anything that is in the citrus era. Uh, the guavas, the like pineapples, they don't really do it for me. Bananas sometimes hit or miss. But uh, oranges do it. That's where I. That's what I want in my extract. Oh, sick. So, so how long have you been in the cannabis industry, legally? Uh, <laughs> like, Excuse me. I would consider Prop Two Fifteen legal. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I would say early two thousands. Okay. Nice. Two thousand three, two thousand four. What and what really? I guess what? As soon as I was eighteen, you? I went and got my medical card. I didn't like go buy a oh, porn. Shit. Nice. I didn't like do anything else. I went and got my medical card down at like compassionate caregivers and in San Diego and yeah, yeah, that's where I was doing it. I was all about getting legal. So nice. yeah, when I got, I got that, I got and I used to get too. pulled over and get my weed handed back to me with my fucking medical card. I'd be like, yeah. oh my god, what world You're am like, I living fuck in? Fuck you, guy. Like, I remember that. Awesome. I got mine in 2010, too, from some dude on fucking Venice. You remember those guys? That oh, yeah. Stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it fucking worked, man. And Big I remember. Sean Cush, he used to have the fucking lounge on Venice. That's Boardwalk. right, right at the top. Yep, yep it was the same yeah. spot. Yep, first right. dab lounge out there. Yep. Oh, yeah. that's sick. So what what, what pushed you toward, or not push you, what what excites you about cannabis? What's your, what's your, what gets you up in the morning knowing that, like, <laughs> in the cannabis industry? Um... It started off as growing, it's turned into extracts, and now it's been like learning the legal side of it and how to sustain a business uh, within the collapse that it's uh, 
going through. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Uh, being able to work with specific groups that are vertically integrated has been the key for me. Um, and so learning how they operate has been what's been exciting to me because that's new. Like before it was just selling weed, growing weed, making hash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the business side of it has always interested me because that's why I studied in college. And uh, so now I like to see it become more formed and like actually work because I don't <coughs> want to stop doing it. Yeah. And I just want it to get better. And the way it's going is like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are failing. You know, a lot of companies are going to get swallowed this year. So I want to learn how to not be swallowed. And that's what's exciting me right now because that's a big challenge. Yeah, that is a huge challenge. Everyone's seen. I've seen. Well, you know, everyone's struggling. Paraleaf came out. You know, some of the some of the cannabis stocks haven't been doing so well. Everyone's kind of like, like, what do you think is is leading that outside of taxes? Because everybody knows, you know, the the amount they're you know kind of taxing just for you know getting some cannabis is ridiculous at this point. But outside of that, what do you think is really holding it back and, and causing some of these problems? Um. I think that there is a big group that is controlling a lot of the money and way the market is being sold as far as like why things are tanking because they have all these massive operations that are like flooding the market. And so that big money is definitely having a big stronghold on how we can and can't sell things. And, um, a 300 light grow is hard to compete with a 7,700 light grow that harvests fucking 900 pounds every other week, as opposed to us every, you know, three weeks, 80, 80 pounds. And right. so that's why people are seeing the tank in the market because those guys can't even get rid of all the stuff they're growing. So they're um, just dropping the price. It's, 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 they're, they're fucking and up the so whole like, So like that, it's just, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, right. and people, the, also the hype is always behind things. Like people want whatever is exciting, like runs and lemon cherry gelatos. And right. that's, that, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't do it for me personally, but that's what everybody wants when we're seeing buyers ask for stuff and saying like, oh, well, we're paying top dollar for. And it's annoying because like. Yeah, if you're growing, <sighs> growing any runs or any gelato or anything like this, you know, the. Well, it just gets hikes. watered down real fast. So it's yeah. just another right. like chase for the next, you know, new thing. And what next dessert can we name it after, right? Yeah. And, and uh, like what would be next after, you know, all the other ones that are basically the same now. Yeah. And so, yeah, now being in an industry over a decade and seeing the, like, recycling of the industry, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, there's some kind of formula to this. Like, and that's exciting also trying to figure that out because there's some there's some way to know what's coming next. Like somebody out there is like going to overflood everything with the hype machine and the marketing that they create. And I believe that's what is going to be the next thing. And that's, what's going to control things until the next person with money comes in. And it definitely is a big money deal. And, um, marketing is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Marketing is crazy. Like people will buy anything the way they market it. And it's wild what's popular now um, because I was just uh, like never seeing original strains anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, runs runs blew up out of nowhere. When have you ever seen Alaskan Thunderfuck in like the last 20 years? Nowhere. Bro. (laughs) Like old strains that you haven't heard of in so long. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Okay, you know the interesting thing? We actually talked about this strain like about a month or two ago in our Mm -hmm. office. Yeah, we we're talking about like Excuse old strains, and Alaskan Thunderfuck was that strain. Such a good name. Why don't like, we have good names like that? Such anymore? a good strain too. We need better names Dude. like that. Yeah, shit like that. Well, I don't know. Like Seven Ten has some crazy names, like uh, Randy Watson and right. Yeah. But I mean, like they those got are Waffle House. Those yeah, are, Waffle I'm like, House. What, is this shit gonna knock me out? <laughs> I, I haven't tried Waffle House. Like personally, uh, so, our CEO he loves Black Mamba. Like Black Mamba is crazy, yeah. but the Randy Hard Watson number too. thirteen. That shit'll make you fucking forget. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. The Randy. So yeah. Yeah. I work at a distro uh, for a legal cannabis company in Lake Elsinore called Medicare Farms. Oh, cool. And uh, we see a lot of the 710 stuff comes through, and I see the names on the metric, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Bro. This shit <laughs> Bro. is hilarious. Their names are wild. Like, I think, uh, like, what do I got right now? Like, let's see. I am on seven up number eight. 
Seven which, is, which is a Sour Dub X Rick James number 28 genetic. There you go. Like. And what is that? <laughs> what does uh, that even what mean the fuck to me? Does I have mean? no fucking Exactly. Clue. Like the THC percentages <laughs> on here. Like, I don't it's even, just like, like I have RS11 and it used to be Rainbow Sherbert, but now it's RS11. But you can actually explain <laughs> everything about that, yeah. though. This is only 17%, 17.17% THC. It's not even that. But it's smooth. Nice. It's really smooth. It's out of the noodle doing. Yeah, it's out of the noodle doing. I love it. Mm-hmm. They're really rolling with the noodles, huh? Yeah. Have you smoked one yet? No. Nah. Oh, dude, you have to. All right. I'm I thought the noodle thing was just like hype. I didn't know they were really selling noodles. Nah. They're like literally like facility noodles. It's literally. You know, they buy noodle. like, they go to fucking Ralph's <laughs> or whatever and buy a whole box of fucking. I, I got to ask them how they're doing that. Like, Yo, my know. girl's Italian. She would not like this. <laughs> just <laughs> She'd be so, like, this is violating so, noodles. <laughs> actually, our, our creative director actually was had the idea of saving all the noodles and then cooking with it. That's all legit. the resin, all the that, resins coming Yeah, that's through. what I was thinking. That'd be that's fucking legit. sick. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'll get you lit. Yeah, yeah. I smoke resin and re- or not smoke resin, but I use resin and eat resin, like reclaim out of my like pieces or out of my catcher, really? or like out of my puffco. I'll just go wipe some sour candy inside of it, just to clean it. Chump it down. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, it's delicious. Really? Oh, yeah, you get lit. <laughs> well, yeah, I see. It's I'm pretty sure much delicious. Like, I don't know about delicious. delicious. I don't know good? about delicious, but you will. It's like, pretty it, much delicious. Well, that's why you got to use, like, candy. Cause, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's why he's using sour candy. He's not, he, like, he specifically said, you know? <laughs> right, right. I don't know if I could I could do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you should try it. Yeah. yeah. I do like some edibles, but, like, that's, like, a whole other level of edible. So <laughs> It is. It's just, like, eating distillate, though. Yeah. So how is it working at a dish or like, what, what does that really mean? Like for, so, for someone who's never even heard, like, you know, I'm working for a cannabis distributor. What does that really mean? Yeah. So <clears throat> what that means is right now there's a back office where they, they're a micro business and they have a front that is a retail business. And then in the back there's offices where we receive the products from other businesses like 710. Mm-hmm. So they come in with their metric forms and we receive those things get it all dialed in through our metric to re- and then uh, align it with another program called Dutchy so that our retail can sell it and we send it up front. Um, that's one thing that Distro does. Uh, Distro also manages all the weight that's coming in from the farm so that in our inventory we know what we have of finished product that is going to be going either get packaged or get processed into pre-rolls or extracts. And then also um, uh, what kind of uh, inventory we have for branded sales. So there's are you guys other... vertically integrated? Yes. Sounds like it. Okay. Yes, we yeah, are. We are sense. grow, uh, retail, a distro, and uh, like slight manufacturing, but nothing set up for like extraction right now. Oh, nice. But um, I do product development. Um, okay. So whatever products they don't have, I go and make them. And if they need a certain type of pre-roll or a certain type of cartridge or a certain type of extract, I have the knowledge to make that happen or outsource it to a lab that can do it for me. And uh, <clears throat> my background has been making extracts as Haggard extracts. So that's kind of why they brought me in because I know the growing, growing up and then turning into extracts and the background of creating these products, running my own business, doing labeling, packaging, and the whole nine yards. Yeah, uh, VP on operations, you can do the whole thing. Right, so, you know, it was just a trap operation that I had, but now I'm working for a legit operation that is not the same thing. Um, You have to, you know, follow rules a lot more. But it's create it's, those SOPs that you need help writing, right? Right. <laughs> For everything. <laughs> now you this know why the, I want these. This is the SOP to turn the lights on in the room. Right. This is the SOP right. to turn the lights off. Right. Right. This is the SOP to receive and send products and you know receive or put out branded sales or do pub um, PADs and such. So, um, ultimately. Distro also is uh, responsible for wholesale accounts. So there's other distros like Cookies that put our flour in their bags. This is just not, it's not actually them. This is just an example. 
But like, say, you know, another Mylar bag company mm -hmm. wants to put flour in their bags and they need to buy it from us. We are a distro that will wholesale that to other distros on a legal market. And that's where I'm talking about the market being so shot out where it's like $600 pounds. And it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Hold on. It's, it's $600 a pound right now? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Yo. Shit, I remember a pound being tops like, like for like fire indoor, but like what? You're around eight. It's like twelve hundred for like for like booty back like not no. too long ago. No man, the market wow. is like I said. There's places that are that big and those numbers that I spoke of that are but just these, flooding the market. These legit so spots like can only all flood fire so much. indoor, right? That's why the market's so low. And then if they can't get rid of out here, they send it back east. Is any us, black market the guys out there listening, you know, send an anonymous email. Let us know how things are working out over there. Uh, and, and send us some, some, yeah, and, some, you know, some, some gifts. Don't, don't send us anything. <laughs> don't, we don't want, no, that, you know, no one heard that part. <laughs> yeah, you should blur that out. Yeah, I got to delete that one. <laughs> People got to pay for game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but real talk, like. Our business is 100% legit, and that's the best part about Medicare is because they're not backdooring shit or doing the black market game. And yeah. uh, they 100% are pride in that, and, and I like that. Uh, it's so, a really good place. But uh, not a lot of places are like that. You know, I've met some crazy things, so I just I'm happy to be where I'm at. But at the same time, uh, focusing on, you know, getting haggard to a licensed entity too, you know. Um, and trying to turn that into something that's real, you know, and, and I've helped other brands become licensed. So eventually I'll, you know, push that to yeah. become its own. Are you trying to, you're not, you're not trying to, you're, you don't, you don't care about doing the licensing aspect of it. You want to actually, just, <coughs> you want to own Haggard Extrax as an actual like legit entity. Um, I just, uh, I just want to do it to say I did it. It's not really anything okay. but just like a personal goal. For sure. Really? Yeah, 100%. And it's super easy considering the position I'm in. So I'm going to take advantage of the things that people are trying to offer me right now and make that happen. Yeah, do but, it. But uh, in the meantime, helping it. other people, you know, like making Medicare extracts is is great, you know. So there, there's, it's a stepping stone, you know. There's a back scratching going on and everyone's helping each other. So, yeah. and over I'd time, love, I'd love to see it. things will come together. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I guess, you know, with you being on the legal side of it, what do you think about like Delta A, Delta, you know, Man. Delta TH, HH, HHPP, whatever, so, H-E-M-P-E-R, you know, all these different, so <laughs> you're this, just throwing tons of This shit, shit was not happening when like, I like, I kind of got out of the game for a couple of years okay. and then I came back and I had no idea about what all this was. And I got to meet with friends and they told me how they were making it and how they're converting it from CBD. And I think it's fucking genius, first off. Oh, please put me on. I need Wait, to hear this. you didn't know how it's made? No. Well. Do you know how Delta is made? I have an idea of how I, I, I'm not sure if the way I was told is accurate or the way that I read was accurate. Um, so I'm looking to be educated right at this moment. Um, yeah, I mean, I so know what I know. saw was people converting CBD with like high acidic bases in like um, <clears throat> in a distillation system mm -hmm. and ultimately converting the CBD into other cannabinoids or back into THC. Yeah, Delta-8. So all these what? hemp farms that are legal, their plethora of CBD isolate they've made has what yeah, they have, is they what's have been- a shit ton of it. Right, yeah. that's what's been being converted into Delta-8 to make these Delta-8 products. And that's why it's so illegal because the conversion process is very dangerous and not really good because mm. it's like using a hydrochloric acid on, you know, to convert your... Yeah, what does that really do to your body over time? Well... I'm saying people vape, so it can be that fucking bad. People I mean, vape, it's such a new thing that, like, we tobacco, don't know. We don't know, yeah. Right. 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 We're just yeah. out here risking it all for the smoke. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> risking it all for the smoke. R risking it for the high. It's really yeah. what it is because... Chasing the dragon... Yeah, chasing a dragon at the moment. Don't catch me. Yeah, interesting. I didn't know it was that that type of a process. Like, do you, do you think so, there's? Yeah. A, uh, they were making like THCO, uh, yeah. the same way they're making right. quaaludes. 
Oh it's, no! It's shit. Like, hold on, quaaludes were fucking sick though. You can't just you can't not you can't. I don't know. I just got before you my time. Quaaludes? No, that's before my time. I don't really fuck with drugs. I fuck with the organic had... stuff, you know. Yeah. So Quaal- like the chemical thing, it's fucked up. You know, it's not. <laughs> I'm not into but it. quaaludes, not like you know, it's not. It's not like cocaine or anything. <laughs> what it's like? What is it like? What is it like, Angel? <laughs> quaaludes are what? They're lit. Yeah, they're lit. Well. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. It's yeah, worth. It's, no it's worth. Night, like, can we try shrooms? Yeah, yeah. I brought okay. shrooms. You want some? Uh, no. I need to be in a safe place you for that. Do them right now, though. <laughs> no, I need to be. I, I'm in a, I need to be in a safe place for that. I need to be in a really safe place for that. I want to be able a, to drive. I got a buddy growing them. He gave me a few strains. It's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm. I'm waiting. I'm. I, I want to do shrooms. I want to try them out. I want to actually do. Uh, like, I know Joe Rogan's on, like, fucking everything, so I can... I mean, I haven't done shrooms in a really long time, but going out, you know, like, to nature or something like that is probably where I'd want to do it, for sure. Last time I, I did do, that, I was on fucking Venice. I'm going to do ayahuasca. I try to do oh, something no. new every time. So whether it's yeah. a new movie okay. or a concert of a band you've never seen before, yeah, uh, just some kind of excursion that is exciting and like that way it's just out of this world when you oh, do it cause nothing, yeah because then there's no negative there's nothing you don't know what could, to expect yeah okay and then it's even more exciting when you do ex- happen when it does happen you're like oh that song was even better okay than that's song. exactly what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go on a cruise <laughs> there you go <laughs> take shoes and go on a cruise oh yeah I mean oh. go out to Mount Charleston I think would be fucking sick dude I wanna I, I wanna go hiking again yeah I haven't been hiking like I went hiking the first time like we just we moved to Vegas right when COVID hit um, and we went to Red Rock over the summer, like me, it was our CEO, our whole, basically our whole executive team and some of the staff. Nice. And we did Red Rock Mountain and literally like almost killed ourselves, like fucking <laughs> jumping from fucking rock to rock. We were, dude, it was like, it was crazy. It was wild. That's when did dope. you guys do that? This was, this was like, uh, right when summer ended, it was like cool weather. I did it in Yeezys, by the way. Which is the crazy fucking part? Like everyone's Most looking at me like shoes ever. No, 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 no. I have like, a white ass foot. They did not fit in my twelve. My dog. 13s. They were comfortable the whole way. I Ugh. made it. I survived with Yeezys on. Oh, everyone called them. Fl- so they. Everyone joked about it. Like, oh, you're wearing your flat tires because, like, if you compare <laughs> those to like a real pair of like nice Yeezys, yeah, like these shits look like they fucking been through Weren't war. They slipping? Nah, they were comfortable as shit. Like, no, I mean like the grip. On the bottom, on the nah, rocks. Nah, 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 nah. I was, I was, I was struggling. Agile. I made it work. All right, I'm a big boy. So I had enough weight. There was enough weight to keep me leveled. Yeah, right. yeah. But jumping from one rock to another, and then possibly, you know, falling down and fucking, you know, helicopter me the fuck out. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of those scenarios that happened through that time. <laughs> Like literally one of our boys, like he's like, he was like super fit. So he was like, all right, he'd, he'd find like, all right, everyone go this way. Angel, you're going to go down this path. I'm like, all right, because there's no way I'm fucking doing that shit. Oh, damn. It was some crazy shit. Like it was like fucking climbing on their fucking, uh, fucking tree branch to get through and shit. Like <laughs> dog, it was, it was, it was a very wild, very wild fucking thing. That's great. But yeah. I think I'm going to do that again. <laughs> Yeah, you ever get out to Vegas? Uh, yeah. I just yep. came back uh, from Champs not too long ago. Oh, nice. Oh, we were there. Yeah, yeah. we were there. We were out there. Yeah. yeah. We were like basically right in the front of Champs on the yeah. right. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just hadn't been there in years, and I'm friends with Hap and came out to visit him and got to catch up with my buddy Jeremy Nori and see the glass blowers. It was cool. I haven't seen a lot of people in fucking like four years, so... Yeah. yeah, it was good to go out. It was like the last trade show I went to before I took it off for a bit, and then nice. and then COVID. first one coming back. Yeah, it was really nice to go and catch up with everybody and see everybody. See Victoria; she's running everything over there. I thought oh, it was nice. a good show this year. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, it was our huge. Booth, our booth it was, was, was nice it was, this time, bro. Like, there's so many like, <laughs> what is it? The vape companies in the back. Oh, bro, yeah. what the fuck happened? Oh, and all those? the carts. They and just the... fucking came out of nowhere. Yeah. And okay, right, those were like Delta they didn't 8, come right? out of nowhere, but they just like, it's Most just of wide. them were Delta 8 that there I saw, or a lot, a lot of, of CBD too. But, um, and CBD and hemp yeah. carts. And like. Yeah. So I guess looking at CBD and looking at THC, looking at Delta 8, like, do you feel like CBD's like falling off as an industry on that side? 
Absolutely. I give it away for free. I mean, I give it to my family because they need it. I buy it at the kilo and I get it at like less than a dollar a gram. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's why they're converting it into Delta 8 because they, they need can to sell make it money. for $10 yeah. a gram. Yeah, $10. Okay, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. For sure. There you go. Fucking, no, we, we, we started, uh, we sold some CBD on our website. We took it on in like 2022, mm-hmm. like, you know, to help a few brands out and like we did drop shipping with it. And like, dude, like I swear, like the month Delta 8 came out, like, it says it fucking dealt like CBD didn't know fogger. No, didn't exist anymore. So like, yeah, I have a buddy who has a CBD company that make delicious tinctures called Illuminate. Okay. And they're still like a full spectrum doing what uh, they are doing full spectrum. Nice, nice. Um, and they have accounts that just they had from before that are still loyal that they still serve. And so like if you had put the footwork in and you got you all that, business. you know, business, they're still keeping that business with people. And so that's like, people are still running CBD businesses and staying afloat fine. Like I see CBD living water just chilling and balling. So like, I I don't see. But with some, it's like, once you gain enough distribution as a business, like it doesn't matter what happened. You, you've, you've made your name on the industry. You have your loyal customers. That's always going to happen. And absolutely. They're also turning into mushroom companies. So they're like, instead of living water, it's holler holler mushroom companies. That's good. They want to like get into the mushroom game and start selling lion's mane and like making it seem like it's, you know, I came from the supplement industry. This lion mane, like it's in supplements guys, relax. It's not new. Well, I know it's not new, but I'm saying like, there, I feel like there's a lot of misconception in the marketing of that stuff. Yes, for it sure. is. And they're making it feel like it's going to put you out of this world yep. when it's not. Yep, they're getting away with it because you know and, the FDA uh, doesn't regulate that. That's shit. what the CBD companies are doing. It's just the next fucking snake oil salesman. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't think it works. <laughs> I. I took Lion's Mane and I was like, see some Lion's Mane gummies. This company's like, oh, we can't sell these down here. And I'm like, what is this? What the fuck? You're going to make me feel like I'm going to trip out. And I ate all half the bag and did nothing. I wish I got more work done that day. Oh, like, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, like, I pretty Lion's much Mane just got closer to diabetes and that's about it. <laughs> oh, my God. The sugar they have in those fucking things, dude. Yeah, oh yeah, I believe it. I believe it. They still have to make it taste good, right? That's the irony of the CBD comfort, like gummy right. thing. You know, it's like it's supposed to heal you from cancer, but then it's filled with cancer. Right. Absolutely. That shit makes no sense. No. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I guess tell tell us why. So with Haggard Extracts, like you started as a grower, right? Like yourself. Like Yeah, yeah. You I the managed a hydro store in like high school for three years. Oh, so nice. I got to meet like every sure. grower under the sun in my area. Nice. And that's how I got into growing. People were just teaching me from there. Prop 215 was banging. A lot of these growers were owning collectives in my area. Um, I was close to Anza, Borrega area. So there's a lot of hills with a lot of big farms. Um, and so I linked with those people that gave me a lot of product that and knowledge, you know, that kept me afloat over the years. And then by 2010, I was over it. Um, because I wasn't as good as a grower as some of my friends. And I was like, I'll just <laughs> let them do it and I'll get their weed. Yeah. And uh, nice. I'll get an extract because I really was into the extract part of it because my dumb ass used to say, like, I want to be the first one to OD on weed. And, like, <laughs> hash and that shit made me feel that way in the beginning. When like, I first took a dab, I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah. I remember that, that first. That is, that is what I'm looking for. You know, I was like, and it's weed. Fuck yeah, it's not a pill. It's not some weird, like, drug. Yeah, it's natural. And I was stoked on it. But uh, that was in, like, 2004 I tried some dabs, I think, for my first time. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then I didn't see it till like, 2010 again. And uh, I randomly found this dude on Craigslist that was willing to process my uh, product into hash. And so, like, he showed Craigslist? Yeah. (laughs) Hold on, what? I found this dude on Craigslist that would fucking make my hash. He was like, wow. yeah, I'll process your shit into hash oil. And I was like, you fucking Jesus. kidding me, bro? So I went to his house. I gave him a QP of some Skywalker. He gave me back like seven grams of some fire blonde fucking hash. And I was like, oh, I found it again. Like I hadn't seen really good hash like that since 2004. Oh, wow. So wow. imagine fast forward to like 10 years later, almost nine, eight years later. I was like, whoa, I got it again. And I was like, I need to do this. And so he was kind of telling me how he was doing it. And so I did more research on the internet and my buddy 
uh, from the smoke shop that used to run Vision Smoke Shop turned me on to this uh, podcast on, that was in Colorado called IDAB Radio, and it had Big D on it, and he was dropping knowledge about how to make hash oil. And nice. we just we started rapping, and it was the rest was history. Oh man! I, he, I learned how to make hash oil from him, and then got linked with a whole circle of people because we started the Secret Cup, and uh, <clears throat> that was huge. You know, I got oh. linked with like JP back in the day that was running for West Coast Cure, mm-hmm. nice. and like he taught me some shit. Like I learned a lot from uh, Vern Phillips RX. He taught me some shit. Like just had a collective of really really good hash makers back in the day that's that's some great teaching right there yeah taking I, notes man yeah like i <laughs> like i need some of these secrets passed over <laughs> like i need to know what's going on like well, yeah, i mean have I, you smelled this stuff like, that he has over here it's yeah dude it's crazy it's, that one smelled like lemons it's straight 100 percent. it's 1000 percent. yeah yeah it's super good and that's thca that you're saying so it's pretty much yeah just thca yeah um, it was a live resin originally, um, but we spun it in a centrifuge. Right. So we separated the terpene from the THC. Right. So what was left was just this with the liquid stripped off of it. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, there is still THC in some of the terp, but not near as much as these yeah. crystals that you see here. No, and that smelled great. Yeah. <laughs> so like... My dab? Oh, man. I haven't done a dab <laughs> literally since... Last time I told you out there when earlier when we met, last time I did a dab was in 2010, and it was off a fucking hot nail, way too like a metal nail, you know. Last time and I ever did since a dab then was I was like, "Fuck December. this!" I was so high I couldn't do it. December? Yeah. I mean, I, I hit the puffco once. I guess I have dabs. Yeah, since then, the puffco I mean, whole week. The puffco is a little bit different than this. This is wild, bro. Yeah, this is sick. Like this is this is next. No, absolutely, absolutely. And the same person that did the sloth did the the piece too, or no? No, the piece no, is no, multiple. No. The uh, piece is uh, like how, how many? You said it was seven, six, seven different seven. artists. Yeah. I got slim, oh, that's right. slim that's on right. the spikes, yeah. Jan on the eyes, Kberg on the wheels, uh, Dub Glass works on this marble. I got Fat Matt on the uh, uh, it's like a hammerhead, hammerhead shark. Yeah, I need a connect. And then the whole Matt, base like the is by uh, Clayball, so it's a Clayball collab. That's oh, nice. so sick, man. Clay Cycler. So. Because you've held different positions, like in the cannabis industry so far, like if if there was someone, you know, say twenty one, graduating from college, you know, what what advice would you give them if they wanted to be in cannabis? I just saw an ad for my local college. <laughs> oh, really? That straight up offers. <laughs> do you want to know how to run a distro, a legal wow. distro? Do you want to learn metric? Yo, go to college. Stay in college if you're still in college and look at the classes and see if they offer it at your college now because that Holy shit's available. Shit. I, <laughs> I know. I saw like, some, like, growing stuff, but that's, like, that was your, like, is that, like, a legit, like, is that a state or uh, is it a private or public college? Um, It was my local public college. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was at MSJC. That's not like, San Jacinto. So you take a little bit Community of both. College. Yeah, a little turp. Grab there you a little, go. little THC, and then you're good to roll. You ready? I'm not doing it. All right. Do it. Do it, Flo. Do it, Flo. No, 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 no. Your pressure's a motherfucker. I know. <laughs> Come on, man. Man. Last time I did a bong rip, people called me out saying, finish your milk, pussy. Oh, yeah, you got to finish your milk. Like, I, hey, man, that's so stupid, though. No, it's not. No, it's not. Don't, you know, you got to finish the whole thing. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm sure someone has say something about if I hit that. Because <laughs> that's crazy, man. Oh, yeah, I, I bet it's so smooth with all, like, the different ups and downs. Miyagi. And... Miyagi's on the filicello right there. Oh, uh, there you go. That freaking dirty wook. <laughs> dirty wook, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. He's making little turp locks now. They're like dry pieces. You put uh-huh. a little nail in this little dry Sherlock, and it's called a turp lock. He's making fucking tons. He's doing it. Yeah. Sick. Huh. People are about the dry hits. I don't get it. What? Yeah, can I you mean, explain I get that? It. I saw people like buying I get it, like, but I don't, I don't get it. I, I, <laughs> I don't get it at all. I think it's because they don't want the water filtration because they're like, oh, THC is getting caught in there. So it's less but THC it's, in my water filtration. But 
but, but I don't I, know, man. Does it really do that? I don't think that's accurate. Is there a scientist out there that can confirm this information for us, please? <sighs> What's the real like 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 someone like do some research <laughs> and like I want I want numbers behind this. All right. Like what's Real. the actual percentage of THC that's yes. left from the hit through yes. the water? Yes. Yeah. It can't be, be that much. It, it cannot be that much. Like, let's be like, it's like, some people are saying it's more flavorful. You don't lose any terps and all that, that stuff. I'm like, get that. They say that too. But. Like I've seen the dry attachments for the puffcos and yeah. I'm not about it. Like, yeah, you've seen the, the proxy? Nipple? nipple? Nah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I need, I'd, I'd rather get the puffco. I need like something, I need water. I need yeah, it. I think so. Yo, it's hard enough to have faith in that thing. So the fact that like I'm gonna put if faith in a new fucking option, new product from them, I'm good. Oh man, straight up. Like I love, I love my Puffco Pro. Yeah. Oh, major improvements. The battery. When it works. Mm. When it doesn't work, it's the end of your life. You better have like a vape pen on the backup or something when you're on the road. Because like sometimes <laughs> your cartridge wants to go out. Sometimes. I know a guy that has. He he he. <laughs> I'm not gonna put his name out there. Well, when he hears this, he's gonna geek out. Be like, "Yo, I know you talked about me." <laughs> but he has probably more than 24 puffcos. He loves them. And then when he travels, Teach he, I mean, he uh, like has one. No no, 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 no. But he has 24 puffcos for the exact reason you just said. Oh yeah, carrying. Because once it stops working, when it stops working, he just grabs another puffco. Yeah. I found I mean, a guy like in a Facebook group to repair it, and I've yet to send my broken one to him. But I've never like, had a problem. Why can't they just my, fix it? I got like thirty five hundred hits on it, and then it fucking. Bro, I've, shit I've gone through. Really use it though, so I mean, I've gone through three. That. I've gone through three personally after I got my first one, and I was like, I was like, like fuck this. I'd rather just get a fucking dab rig and fucking torch it and fucking. Nah, like, nah. it's good on the road. It's good on the road. The uh, the three D chambers, a nice big rip. Um, it definitely makes your rig dirtier faster though. Yeah. It like rides up the sides and like blows it out the dish. It gets fucking crazy. I guess you have to hit it on a really low temp, but I fucking like hot dabs. Okay. I only yeah, fucking smoke like, like thickies on glowies all day. No, I saw that you took a <laughs> big ass fucking dab. I was like, yo, my guy, are we good here? Are you gonna? Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to maintain, get through my day. Oh shit. Fighting a lot of demons. You know. I hear you. Party on, on that one. We're from Vegas, man. We get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We brought some demons with us, apparently. Oh, yeah. Man. I drive. It's crazy. Yeah, I just enjoy life and love the smoke and, you know, just yeah, man. be in the smoke and be social. It's like kind of a just secondhand thing to me. Totally. I got Absolutely. a tolerance and can really handle it. We've been smoking blunts and joints since. The beginning of this so like yeah, yeah when we we're doing the other one this is yeah. just maintaining yeah yeah my tolerance is so low little maintenance. <laughs> yeah, my guy over there's yeah high. i'm i'm yeah. still i can still hit it a little bit and you know. well i stopped smoking weed basically you want to during the pandemic i can't dab all right yeah i'll be fucking coughing like fucking candy coughing like candy like, i don't know how to explain <laughs> it i just like i don't know, like every time i dab i just <laughs> like so I, I grew up like kind of smoking blunts, right? I'm from yeah. Florida. Like we smoked blunts, like mm -hmm. Swishers, Backwoods, like that's what we smoked, right? When I first came out here and actually joined Hemper, that's when I literally got a crash course in like two days on what the fuck a bong was, like what a Daverg was, what a what a perk was, what a shower Wait, head. What year was this? This was 2019. So you didn't really yeah. smoke a bong before then? Wait, what? I did. I smoked, I like... I smoke like a straight tube. Labeled or smart 2018. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I smoked like beaker bongs, right? I smoked right. like the super, super basic bongs you could ever imagine. I didn't know that like, you know, glass artists existed. I didn't know custom okay. bongs existed. I didn't know what the fuck a shower head versus that was a straight tube versus like, okay. Oh, when shit. I okay. went to the secret cup, I didn't understand like there's a whole other industry. You could have a name to your glass piece yep yeah and there was I, like specific artists to pieces and like styles and stuff and i was like this makes sense yeah no i, I never knew that but it's a it's a mind-blowing amazing thing because yep. did you smoke for years before that yes i was already smoking years right. before that so you're just like using whatever smoke shop piece you got i didn't well i never <laughs> bought a bong okay i didn't buy a bong until i came to hemper and then before that i uh i didn't have um i was just it's just 
blunts, bro. Like just blunts. Got it. Yeah. Like I never learned how to roll because all my boys would already be rolling a blunt and I'd be chilling with them and then we'd smoke. Or if not, the girl I'm with, she knows how to roll and then she rolls and then we smoke. But I never rolled. I never had to. Yeah, I mean, so. I, was, I was always smoking joints back then. But until Brian, you know, really came up with the idea of hemper, that was when I really got my first quality piece. Yeah. It was a hemper one. And it was our uh, our Henny Bong. Oh. An OG damn, one. That's an OG one. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, can't talk about that one either anymore. No, no. what do you mean? OG. No, but I mean, you know, that, that was the good old days. Now it's just evolved so much within our industry. I mean, I remember seeing these guys at Champs blowing, and they were doing some... Sick yeah. pieces over there, you know, and it's Amazing. a true artistry to, to do that, you know. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. What do you think of that noodle doing? I'm digging it. And it's kind of cool, huh? And, like, the weed's all right. Yeah. I haven't, I've, I've, honestly, I've become a weed snob somehow. I blame that on my creative director, to be honest, because he's a fucking weed snob. You no, should he's be. A seven ten. There's a bunch hey. of trash out there. Yeah. yeah. You got to watch out for that shit. Yeah, no, we've, like, you know, here in Cali, like, seven ten, like, the, the flower is nice. Mm-hmm. Flower is nice. The oil is nice. Like, there's no, like, it's just, it feels clean. It smokes nice. Clean yeah. white. Like, I guess, you know, I, I don't even know where I read it or someone was talking about it on some show, but they were saying that the ash on a joint is supposed to be black and not white. So I don't know why, I, like, do you know anything about that? The color of the ash only has to do with <clears throat> the dryness of the weed. Mm, That's all that, that has makes to sense. do with anything. So, but that doesn't mean if it's better quality or grown differently, that just, it's like literally, okay, they dried it, had a better drying process than everybody else. Yeah. It just happens to be dry enough to turn white. Mm. <laughs> I thought it was like all the chemicals and shit. That's why it's all like, like when you see ones that are pure black, they're like, oh, fuck, that's a bad joint. That's a bad dude. Or yeah. I thought it might be like paper, you know, like that might yeah. be. Used. Nah, I know it's not the paper because I like, you know, we make paper. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, but I mean, we don't make all the paper. You know, we make a lot yeah. of paper in the industry, but, you know, there's some shitty companies out there. So. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 I really like the noodle doinks too. I used to say the same thing, but. My grower put me onto that knowledge. Mm-hmm. He sent me something about it, and I read about it, and I was like, "All right." There was like some study about moisture and uh, the way this happens. So yeah, there's still a lot. Of I wish I had it all on top of my head, but I don't remember what it is. But yeah, this is uh, a moisture thing yeah. for sure. All, all I guess if it's wider, it's drier, or correct. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he's actually dry their shit white. properly then, because their shit's always white. <laughs> yeah, you want it, you want it to be white, because I don't want to smoke wet weed, right? Yeah, yeah. So for sure. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Oh, I like that. I like that. So you know, did you grow up in California? Did you, you yep. know, grew up in Canyon Lake over in the Inland Empire? Okay. And that fucking that was my entire life. <laughs> have you yeah. have you done any traveling? Gone across country and other other states? I've gone to the neighboring states, uh, Arizona and Oregon, like up to Washington, but down to Mexico, Nevada, but nothing like across the seas. Like went to Hawaii. That's about as far. Okay. Went to Maui one year. Next time you're in Vegas, man, you need to come to <coughs> HQ and check everything out over there. Yeah, I'll have to touch base on yeah. that linked up. Yeah. I think That'd be good. Definitely. Cool. Next time you're in for Chams, MJ BizCon, anything, come hit us up, dude. All right. Our warehouse is not that far from the trade shows. Cool. So you're always welcome. Yeah, I got a, good, a couple of really good friends that live out there, and I usually stay out there with them. Yeah, man. Come by, hang out, smoke some glass. I'm actually going to trouble you, Angel. Can you hand me that popcorn bong over there, bud? Oh, you mean you mean the one I kind of hooked up over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you can. Nice. Yeah, I already yeah. laid it up with water for you, too. Yeah, yeah. Perfect yeah. for the cup holder. You know, dude, this is no, like one yeah, of the easiest Yeah. For sure. I love cup for holder sure. rigs. Yeah, so the milk and cookies was like this too, and I guess kind of our Chinese takeout. Do we have those here? I've uh, seen square cup holders before. Yeah, they, actually, my car has a square cup holder. Kia's have that. Perfect for, for sure. a bottle of Jack. Oh, re- <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Guess they won't really. They won't market it that way. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> bring it in your car. <laughs> bring it in your car. Drive it. Specifically, your Kia. I wish they made cup holders that fit forty ounces, like Mickey's. 
Bro, oh, dude, I don't know what it is. Some of them are really that though. big. I mean, they usually put them in the door, the door cup holder. My boy has, like on the uh, side, you know, he has a beamer and he can't even hold like big glasses of like fucking uh, of what the, what's the name of that brand? The um. Oh, Mountain Valley water. Mountain Valley water. Like, it won't fit in the cup holder because it's too big. Or Spring Mountain. Some, yeah. The, the glass bottle. Yeah, I know glass what you're bottles, talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it won't even fit in his cup holder. I'm like, fuck, Tyler, you pay so much for that fucking car. You can't even fucking hold your fucking water. No, <laughs> no. What kind of perk is on that? Uh, it's a little, like, popcorn pipe. I don't oh, know. Sick. A little four prong. A little popcorn yeah. kernel. Yeah. So, that, so, like, that's one of the things that... I've never hit this one. That this we pride ourselves kind of on and what we're trying to do is not just like, hey, here's all the different perks. He's all like, we're trying to come out with things that are themed out that match what makes sense. Like when we're working on this bomb, we're like, oh, let's just put a regular, you know, diffuser, you know, four or five slits and be done with it. We're like, oh, let's let's be creative. Let's make it a popcorn kernel. Like people, people would appreciate that more. And, you know, our customers love this piece. You hear that sound? <laughs> yeah, I I, I, uh, I water checked it before you uh, uh, before you hit it. Oof, I like that <laughs> a lot. I mean, the Das Boot XL from this month is still probably my favorite one so far. Yeah, yeah. I I, I actually love the Das Boot XL. It's clean. Yeah, chugs and the Sherlock. This is another good one too. I like the candle. This is our first. Um, Sherlock piece that we've actually made ever, yeah, which is pretty cool. And this one, there's actually a limited 200 of that one specifically because it's yeah. a different shield. That it's a different coat of arms, yeah. yeah. A little exclusive. Yeah. Is there a reason why you went with that design? We just changed it. <laughs> yeah, so like it was a last minute. Uh, side. Like we were finalizing the packaging <laughs> on the box and like the box didn't come out the way we intended it to. And when we redesigned it, we just forgot to change the one on the handpipe. <laughs> like you know what? That's gonna be a limited fucking run now at this point, because like no one's gonna have that type of a handpipe. That's a good story. Like, well, it's, cool. it's, it's good for all of our like we like everything we offer in our glass pieces. It's limited run. It's not like hey, we're making you know we're sitting there and making you know a hundred thousand pieces. No, like we make ten thousand. That's it. Yeah. Like it's not like you know it's not. But we come out with something new every month, so like we still have to keep it. You know, innovative each month. You know, yeah. not only on the design, but also the styling of the perk and everything. Nice. Like that. Yeah, man. Nice. Well, listen, Haggard, thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate you coming by, and obviously, Hayes Studio for letting us come in here and shoot with their new uh, podcast here. Uh, yeah, thank yeah. you for having me on. I enjoyed the time. Yeah, really appreciate you. always. Yeah, have to come. <laughs> have to have you come back when you're in Vegas next time. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'll definitely go out there. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Awesome. Well, thanks again, guys. Dude, where's my lighter? Come check us out on socials. Basically all of them. You can find us now. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys.